time is out! It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. They came to play and we came to play. Welcome to another edition of the ABC Grandstand Podcast. They came to play. It doesn't matter if you didn't see one second of football on the weekend because we will cover it all here for you right now and we'll have a little bit of fun along the way. My name is Limo as I say hello Tess Armstrong. Hello, Danny McGinley. Hello. Hello. How are you both? Oh, well, Just, look, uh... we're all a bit flat in this studio because <laughs> the Tigers, the Bulldogs and the Hawks had a terrible weekend. It's the first time all three of our teams have lost and we're yet to experience where all three of our teams have won. Oh. So we're having the horrors, we're having the bad times first. Before have, the good times. Have we not had... All of us win on the same weekend, yeah? No, and that's mostly due to me dragging my team, the Bulldogs dragging us down. <laughs> Look, the Hawks, trust me, the Hawks have had their moments. Tess, you've done all you can. That's true. And you only had your good victory. I mean, you only had your bad week last week because your Ted Leomo's team beat you. Yeah. It was yeah. very confusing. But that's we, true. We all are, we all deserve an up. Bulldogs have only had one win since we started this podcast. It's my oh. fault. Sorry, Bevo. Yeah. Should, uh, one percenters. <laughs> indeed. Hey, now, some of you are probably listening to this thinking, guys, Clock's ticking. Oh, that's true, yes. I need to get to work or I've oh, got that's true. kids to pick up from daycare or I've got to do something. So before we get into the long version of this podcast, we'll give you a very short version. We each will give you a 15-second summary yep. of the weekend of AFL footy. Okay? Do you want me to kick us off this yeah, week? Yeah, let's do it. Hang on. Oh. I need to time you, though. Hang on. Hang All on. All right. Hang on. Go. Geelong are as good as we thought they were. Carlton suck. Hawthorne are terrible. Melbourne might be okay. Jeter has just remembered how to play football. The Eagles are back, baby. Sydney were lucky. And gee, Port disappointed everyone, didn't they? And Frio. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Is this Danny, me? Right. I think you're on. <clears throat> it was the sort of weekend of football that makes you a little bit sad. Every single team in the big five of Victoria lost, except for Essendon, which really ruined it all. Uh, Bulldogs also lost, and uh, West Coast are back, but Nick Nat's injured. <laughs> It's an important thing to point out that yeah. injury to Nick Nat. It is. Oh. We we will get to that. Uh, we'll get to the Nick Nat. Yeah. Shortly. Oh, I was about to put in a joke because I couldn't oh, help myself. You can't joke about Nick it's Nat. It's just the look. He got injured. I really look forward to the day when he gets injured, courtesy of a bump from Paddy Ryder. Oh, I was, I was just thinking the, the same thing. For the headline. Well, no, it should be Paddy Lipinski from the Bulldogs. Can then it be Nick Nat Paddy whacked? Give the dog two weeks. <laughs> or something like that. Give the dog a, a home? Maybe give Patty the dog Le- a home. Okay, we Nick need Patty Lipinski to be out of contract. <laughs> Nick Knack Patty Whack, give the dog a home. There you go. Oh, that's very good. Lipinski, you're a good kid. You make this happen. I'm you're- obviously the one here that doesn't write comedy, but I, do, I thought you thought you wanted Patty Ryder to tackle uh, Nick Knack and you said that the weight differential wasn't a problem. Oh. And so I was <laughs> extremely... It's- Literal. <laughs> You've got your head in the game, Tess. That's I do. Good. I do. I, but Paddy Lipinski, you make Danny. This is presented like it's a joke, but you make a good point. Paddy Lipinski, good footballer, great footballer, but, great kid. But I'm not sure that in ten years' time he'll necessarily be remembered. He's not a superstar. Oh, of the he game. will be. He will be. He's only just started this year. So, uh, well, let's say twenty years' time. <laughs> I'm trying to work with you here. Okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> All right. Where, where are we going? My here? point is a headline like that will guarantee he's remembered forever. Ah, yes. The example I give you uh, to support this is there's a tennis player called Jeff Tarango. Ever heard of him? No, I haven't. No, not many people have, but he was a professional tennis player for a while. Okay. The only reason I remember Jeff Tarango is that he had a complete throwdown at Wimbledon one year, argued with the umpire, insisted that the ref come out, eventually spat the dummy on the court and then walked off the game and then was booted out of the tournament then at a press conference, he was yelling at the press. Then his wife stormed into the press conference and started yelling at the press as well. And the headline in the paper the next day was, it takes two to Tarango. Oh, <laughs> now, yes! 
The only reason I remember Jeff Tarango is because of that headline. Oh, we should be, we should try and reverse engineer good headlines. <laughs> yeah. God. Go right. back in time. All right, I'll do my I'll do my fifteen seconds. Oh yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs> sorry, we got distracted there, but that will be a segment on this podcast yep. uh, as of next that week. That was okay, great, fabulous. Mm. Okay. Uh, high fives are back. Box coaching is out, but boundary coaching is in. Cam, Cam Rain is a star. If you're only going to watch one game, watch Brisbane beat Hawthorne. Sorry, Lemo. Yeah. Alira Lear on Magic Door, best moment of the round. The Tigers are unstoppable, but only where the grand final isn't played. Footy was alive and then it was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching the clock there, Tess. You gave done. yourself an extra second I, as I, timekeeper. Danny, I noticed that as well, and it's very easy to come in perfectly on time when you control the siren. <laughs> I've decided now. Now's good. All right. Um, well, uh, you nailed we, that test. Should we start with the dead game? Oh, oh. The, the Port Freo game. I Before genuinely thought because uh, I was I was working. I was in studio and I just looked at the scores at, a, at a, with a second of downtime, and I assumed that the app hadn't updated. Like oh. there was a glitch. You know what, Danny? You were not the only person. I was with a mate of mine, Hawley, <laughs> and uh, we hadn't. We're in Ed Gardens kicking the footy around with the kids and the dogs and all sorts. It was a lovely afternoon. (laughs) Uh, We got back to my joint and we each turned our phones on and went, uh, I said, oh, my app's busted. What's the score? No, I'm not joking. And he went, I was about to say the same thing. It was like one goal something. They were scoreless in the it second. Was no, no goals, goals but it was seven behind. Oh. <laughs> it was just, it was so grim. And I think Robbie Gray's outline is still in the ground at Perth <laughs> Stadium. That's really disappointing. You know, Ryan Nyhouse um, had a great debut last year. He was, like, showing great signs, hasn't really made it into the senior team. But mm. I feel like if you're a young kid and you don't feel like you're getting a go, and you come in and everyone says, go really hard, you know, at Robbie Gray. Maybe he took it a little bit too far, but maybe he felt mm. like he had to do that to kind of keep his side in the team. Or I can, te- I can see the psychology of that, mm. absolutely, but he's going to get a rest for maybe. at least he two, is. maybe three weeks yeah, for that. Yeah, he's senior spot. Do you reckon out. he had a headline that he was trying to reverse engineer? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again? Robbie Gray, Ryan Nyehouse. Or you can work on that. Robbie Robin? The, he's in the Nyehouse now. Uh, Robbie Robin? Mm, yeah. Robbie Robin, tweet, tweet, Rock and Robin. The anyway, I'm too hard. We need a sub editor in here. We need someone from the Herald Sun. They're the best at this. Sam, the sub from the Gooder Beans. Um, yeah, it was pretty grim, and it was an unfortunate turn of events that it happened to be happening at the same time as the probably the best game of footy for the round that we'll get to in a moment. Um, Clint Wielden, a shout out to our commentator in Perth, who started the second half with the line "Let's get ready to fumble," which <laughs> that is just so. He's Excellent. Right. But, yeah, it was pretty depressing. And it Port. Was, and oh. Port. I know. I like Port. I, I love like them Port. to do well. They've let me down because I've been saying Port is the big challenger for Richmond. Yeah. And yep. I've really pinned my colours to the mast there and they let me down. But then they had to way. play. You know, everybody drops a game. They had to play in Perth against Freo. Freo have a relatively good record for all the re- that records count at Perth Stadium. They but, got beaten by um, Brisbane there two weeks ago. Yep, oh, okay. very good point, <laughs> Fair Lima. enough. No, you've made a good point. But Brisbane are on the up, so can't take that. They're not a down-and-outer anymore. And also, yeah. no Robbie Gray, no Patrick Ryder for most of the game. That is quite oh, remarkable. Well, they're, they're two massive outs. And only five, and only lost by nine points. I mean, well, nine no points what? in a low-scoring game Was is quite it a lot. It rained for a substantial amount okay. of the game, which I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that game. Port had some real missed opportunities towards the end. They could have, they could have snatched mm. that game. But they really wasted a few opportunities towards the end. Uh, but there it is. I'm going to stick with Port, though. I still think they're the big challenges yeah. Yeah. to the Yeah, Tigers. I reckon too. Can I tell you, uh, I flew back from Sydney. Uh, I was playing the comedy store on the weekend, and I sat next to a guy who was decked out in Richmond gear. Just decked <laughs> what, like out. Me? Right now. <laughs> uh, right, right now. Had the, had the hat, the jacket, and everything. And, you know, it, it's, the, it's the etiquette on flights, I find, that you don't make – I don't make small talk. You say hi, like, hey, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't make small talk until you're in the descent. That's oh, that's the oh, rule because, you know, in case good. it goes badly, you right. get, you, it's not going to last that long. Oh, it's oh. different to my rule. I don't make small talk until I'm walking out the Aero Bridge. Ah, really? Mm, <laughs> yeah, that's then, good. Then it's really, you've got, you know, 50 or 60 feet and that's it. I'm small talk at the start to say g'day, headphones in, small talk on descent. Yeah. Well, Goodbye. I started yep. chatting to this guy head to toe. And, uh, oh no! It was, and when we'd landed, and I checked the turned the footy <laughs> app on to check the scores of the Collingwood uh, West Coast game. Yeah, and then he was doing the same thing, and he was looking at the ladder, and I just said to him. Relax, mate. You're still on top. <laughs> it's fine. And he just went, no, I'm just really nervous about the Dockers-Port game. I'm going, 
what, what? what, what is what, why? And he goes, oh, uh, I go for port. What? <laughs> Hang on. He just works for Richmond, <laughs> and I probably shouldn't oh. say what, what position he has. But then we had a lovely chat about how awkward it is to um, support a team but work for another because there's a few people it's at Whitmore. That's Overland. interesting that Peggy O'Neill was flying a <laughs> Wow. Hey, you assume I was in economy? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever knock Peggy in front of me. <laughs> no was, economy. Uh, no, it was, it was dimmer. Um. Well, yeah, yeah. That is it. Well, he played well, the premiership. He did play the port. premiership yeah. there. That would be good. Uh, it is interesting because we all just assume if someone works at a football club, that's who they barrack for. But I certainly know at Hawthorne, there's loads of staff that barrack for yeah a whole range of different Why teams. You try and work at your own club, wouldn't you? I mean, surely there's enough no, jobs they, going they, around. They frown upon that. Uh, my friend uh, uh, Jeff, who's um, head of the president account- of Hawthorne, uh, yes, <laughs> it's Jeff. Jeff with a G. Oh. <laughs> He's head of accounts payable at the Bulldogs, and uh, he says in job interviews he always asks. Uh, yeah, it's, he's not very busy. Uh, <laughs> he always asks, "Who do you go for?" And if they say Bulldogs, that's a mark against them. Oh, I'm absolutely mm. stuffed for my run at getting a gig at Richmond, aren't I? You just got to pretend. Oh, it's to... pretty hard to pretend when people around here call me Tiger Tess. <laughs> yeah, so but in the rugby. job interview, wear a, uh, a, a sun's jumper or something. Yeah, I don't think mm. that colour would be good on me. I'm fine. You'd look well. I, yeah, thank you. Um, I, I saw you, mate, Jeff, rattling a tin at the MCG on Saturday. <laughs> 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 very worthwhile cause. Oh, very good. Hey, uh, now, North Melbourne, Sydney, I did not see one oh. second of this game, so I'm no good to anyone, but it I believe was it was a belter. Absolutely. I was doing that thing. I was walking along. I had to go to a dinner, and um, I am a very fast walker, and I'm also always on time, right, because it's a radio problem. Yes. And I was dawdling. I was trying to cut laps of the block so that I could hear the end of the game because it was so exciting that I didn't want to arrive at my location and miss the end. And it was it was the Best. It was high scoring, very exciting. The goals were amazing. Literally playing on Mad Jack is one of the most wonderful things you'll see in your life. Yeah. And it was just, it was fantastic. Mm. I hope there's an iconic photo of it the first time we have two African players there playing is. on each other. There is. There is. I'll send it to you. Oh, that's I'll, awesome. I'll text you. It's amazing. Was it on, what TV was it on? Was it on Foxtel? That or was, was it actually Channel on Channel 7. So Channel 7 had two Africans. Playing together in a in a and and it wasn't a gang related. Uh, yeah, they blurred them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was they didn't a, know how to handle. Was Aaliyah then accused of theft? <laughs> of uh, oh, he stole the game from North Melbourne. We've got to stop the boats. <laughs> you know that was his I'm first a... goal in AFL what in a... his career, and it was the one that sealed the game. Yeah. That is awesome. That's a good. That's a good moment for you. And that... Buddy kicked his nine hundredth goal. And mm. in classic Buddy style, his 900th goal was like a bit of a like whatever goal. Like Which it was, that was 60 metres out? It was a no, the two goal. next ones were awesome. But the one that actually oh, broke the, the – you saw the good ones, but the you one that t- actually got his 900th was a bit of a flop. Oh, I was misled on the You on got the 901, app. Not 902, I'm pretty oh, they, sure. They, they, on the app they mm. said that oh. that was Buddy's 900. And oh. also when – because I just watched the highlights on the, the footy app, it shows the highlights of the game. I pressed it for the Dockers <laughs> Port game and, it, and a voice just went, nah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to do this to yourself. Now, we, um, we've been advised by our legal team <laughs> to not show you this game. It was, um, yeah, it was excellent. And also there was a little homage to the final, you know, moments of the world. It was the final day of the World Cup and Jake Lloyd from Sydney took it a little bit too far. Picked up by Henny of Sydney, who gave to O'Reardon away to Lloyd. Kicks across the face of goal. He actually kicked a goal <laughs> from the tightest of angles, wrong end of the ground. Yeah, I reckon that's true. We're going to have a score review, and it's an own goal. (laughs) Well, it could be a crucial behind, given how close the game's been so far. If it continues in this fashion, that might be one that the Swans regret later in the game. An own goal, which is a behind in our game. (laughs) (laughs) Behind in our game. That's brilliant. Um, Yeah, that turns out it didn't didn't backfire on them. It was quite good. Not since Mal Michael have I seen an own goal like that. But he... Was it Mal Michael who deliberately kicked through the goals? Oh, or was it David Roden? I actually, yeah, I think it was David Roden now that I think about it. But it, uh, nice work from Jake Lloyd. Sadly, that doesn't add to his tally. No, I've, got him, in, I've yeah. got him in my super coach team. Have you? It would have been nice to get a few extra yeah. points there. I bet Croatia wished that an own goal was not worth the full <laughs> oh. goal. Oh. Poor guy. Have you noticed the guy who scored the own goal? And he scored the, um, the second goal for Croatia. He looks like the brother from Malcolm in the Middle. He does. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, I just kept yeah. going, go, Dewey. Come on. Yeah. Go, mate. <laughs> uh, what about the West Coast Eagles and Collingwood? Now, this was massive, this game, because Collingwood hadn't played teams 
many teams in the top eight. So people are saying, are they, are they pretenders? And then the West Coast Eagles, people are saying, well, they can't win at the G. The last two teams they'd beaten at the G were Carlton and Carlton. Oh. Uh, so that and, doesn't count. And they hadn't beaten. No, you only get two points for a win over <laughs> Carlton now. And <laughs> they hadn't beaten Collingwood at the G since 1995. In That's... fact, last time they beat Collingwood at the G, uh, Waterman, his old man yes, was playing. Chris was, Chris, well, Chris was playing. Uh, he was playing and now his son's playing. Mm. The next time they beat Collingwood. Do you know what was number one? On the day that West Coast last beat Collingwood. Right, 95. Right, we, you, go. Lima used to work at Gold FM. They, they played <laughs> 90s stuff. Yeah, I'm just taking It's all me, in there. Just take me back to 1995. Is it an Oasis song? No. Is it? I know Braveheart was the biggest movie of 95. No. Was it? Blur, Whitney Houston. No, it was. Take that. Oh, take that. Back for good. It's such a good... I want you back. I want you back. I want... Yeah, it's good. Anyway, that was on that day in 1995. That's a long time ago. Mm, when yeah. boy bands were still cool. Well, I suppose yeah. they're probably are still they, cool. Are boy still not, good. not cool anymore? I don't think so. so. Oh. I've Just, heard word. Do you know how old five seconds of summer were? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've probably never seen West Coast yeah. beat Collingwood at the MCG, those poor little no, tackers. That's true. And it was very exciting for West Coast. I mean, it was absolutely hideous to see Nick Natnui injure his other knee. So it's not the one that he did in the last, you know, freak accident against the, the Hawks. And um, immediately everybody at West Coast was saying it looks terrible. And um, Andrew Gaff told us after the game that they're sure it's, he's done to the other knee, the freak accident that he did to his oh, knee before. And in that that one saw him out for an entire year. Mm. So it's... Oh, anyway, yeah. I don't want to you know get too nego before we get... It is terrible news. We don't have a proper diagnosis no. yet, though, do we? No. And let's focus... The, the, there's going to be a lot of positives for West Coast in the media. I think everyone's going to be talking them up. And, uh, you know, there's always the curse. If you talk up a team's premiership Ooh, yeah. hopes, they usually choke the next week, and they have a very winnable game next week at home against the Dogs. Oh. <laughs> so I'm just... They, they, you know you just find that little oh. bit of optimism? Yes. That's all you need. I would love to see you beat them I'm going. There. Are you? I'm going to be at that oh, game. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah, I'm doing gigs in Perth this weekend, and I'm going to... I'm going to Watchers probably Ooh. get thumped. That's awesome. That's the one I... bummer about working in footy. I don't get to go see the Tigers interstate. Actually, not a bummer because we never win interstate. I That's just realised. Yeah, it's actually quite. Have good. you lost all your interstate games this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, we wow. have. You got Gold Coast coming up. You should break the hoodoo. Although I still have horrible memories of Carmichael Hunt ah. kicking the goal against us when it was a gimme. So don't you triggered? You, um, a cheeky you, little percentage then, booster, I think, for the West Coast uh, Eagles this weekend. Oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the new stadium and uh, and hang out with my good. But there's a great uh, WA Bulldog supporter group that I'm going to meet up before. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, have fun. Now I did, I did go back down memory lane to find out some other things that were happening in footy oh, in 1995. Yeah. Oh, Right. So funnily enough, that was the first year that the Fremantle Dockers were in the competition. Of course. So West Coast, you know, were have right. up and about and their, you know, little brothers had just entered the competition. It was the first Anzac Day game between Collingwood and oh, Essendon nice. back in the day. Um, Richmond reached the finals for the first time since 1982 and they finished third and made the prelim. Very good omens. Nice. Very good areas. Did you lose to Carlton or Geelong? I actually don't know huh. whether it was Carlton. Oh, or really? You, you just do you know? You, you at that don't stage, have all the prelims just burnt into your yeah. brain. Do you know why? At that stage, my dad was working at Geelong, and I wasn't allowed to go to the um, grand final. I had to stay with my grandparents because I was too little, and I've held that memory <laughs> very. I've been very bitter about that ever since. We lost, so it didn't matter yep. at the time. It was actually quite a good. It was a fizzer. It was supposed to be a decision. great grand final, and then Carlton destroyed. Gary Ablett, Golas, Silvani, mm. amazing. Anyway, they were the days. Now we. Tony Lockett transferred from St Kilda to Sydney that year. Wow. Great mm. memories. Um, Footscray. Here we go. Mm. We, um, we made finals and got thumped by Geelong in the first week. That was the first final I ever went to. Oh, I had a worse memory for you. Oh, like, great. Um, Ted Whitten died and they renamed, oh. <laughs> and they renamed um, Western Oval Whitten Oval. Oh, I just so tried to, oh, to protect myself. Don't worry, Tess, I'm, I'm going to get myself first. And then you came in with a machine gun. Just really <laughs> twisted the knife. There. And Hawthorne missed out on the finals for the first time since the early 1980s. Yeah. I was living in London then. I chose a good time to go and live in London. You did choose a good time. Yeah, yeah, I anyway, missed those three years. Great when memories. We were decidedly average. We'll get to whether Hawthorne will miss the finals again. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, in just hey, a moment. First of all, though, uh, GWS remembered how to play footy. Well, they have remembered for a few weeks. I This is, again, what I've been saying about GWS. 
Are they, they sleeping giants? have been going giants? on about it. No, sleeping I haven't said giants. sleeping giants, but what I have been saying is they'll remember that they're really good. Mm. And then come September, they're going to cause some major issues. I'm tipping, in fact, my four prelim teams are Richmond, Port, GWS, and West Coast. Wow. All right, I'll go. Richmond. They're my four prelims. Mm. prelim I'm going to go Richmond, Collingwood, Port. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> To go west coast. I'm west coast. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Sydney. Yeah. GWS. Yep. Port. Mm-hmm. And the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh well, you've goodness. just no. Okay. Uh, uh, last one. No. Me, Sydney Port. Uh, uh, what did I say? Sydney Port. GWS. Oh, I guess Richmond will be there as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was trying to bring oh, you down, Tess. You can't bring me down. I'm still on top of the ladder, <laughs> climbing it. Do you know, I um, was watching on Saturday night, as I want to do, and I knew... You know, if you're, you know how you when you watch oh, your team, you know every week that you're going to lose. I do know every week. No, I, but, even when we win. Um, no, but when we're still off, panic when you watch the 2017 <laughs> DVD. I do. I do. I get really nervous when Rory Sloan kicks the goal. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh no, I hate the hate that feeling. Anyway, I did know at the start we were just off. We were off the whole night, and I felt like we were three goals down the whole night, even when we were close. And so I never felt like we were going to win. And when, if we had have won, it would have been like, oh, we hardly deserved it. <laughs> this is you every week, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like Lemo oh. saying, you know, I was watching the horse game and I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> just, we know. That's what that's you just, do. That's what happens. That's just what happens. But um, I was watching and my husband was like, oh, this is an amazing game. I was like, was it? And I was listening to the ABC and they kept saying every five seconds, great game of footy, great game of footy. And I was like, I have no I have no way of telling because I'm hating this so much. <laughs> I hate everything about this whole night. I hate watching Jason Castagna. Yeah. He had seven shots for goal, five behinds, one out in the full and one didn't even make it. Oh, wow. That was a depressing time. Shy Bolton had his chance to redeem himself from last year's horrible night, round nine situation where his goal was overturned. Oh, you mispronounced the word lost. hilarious there, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really enjoy it. But Rioli was up. Jack took a screamer. Oh, yeah. Hey, Limo, with, you've now had two weeks without Rioli. Um, yeah. You've noticed that West Coast and, uh, mm. and, and Richmond, are. That you're seeing how it is to not have a Rioli. Mm. Do you, do you, are you going to get behind my Rioli equalisation program? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Now that we don't have one. <laughs> I'd like to raise your Rioli into a Jaden draft because oh, I think really? everybody, as last week you mentioned, uh, oh, Limo, yeah. that Jaden's are very strong across the ground and our Jaden, Jaden Short, kicked an incredible like 55 metre goal the other night. Okay. So I've decided everyone mm. gets a Jaden. And Jaden Stevenson doing Jayden very nicely Stevenson, for the Pies. Always going very well. Yeah, yeah we, um, we don't have a Jaden. The whole AFL's against us. <laughs> if you needed any more evidence, uh, come, there it is. come to us. And the Giants, yeah, very good. They were very, and, very good. And so, and Jeremy Cameron back, is it next week? Next week. Wow. Brett Delidio still to come back as well. He played and amazingly to, in the twos. See, and uh, the general Patton as well. Do you know, I do think Leon Cameron, boundary oh, is, coach. Actually, is Patton done for the year? Patton's done for the year. He's done his ACL. He's uh, Scully, though. Scully? I don't we'll know be back. when Scully should be coming They're back. They're saying he'll be back for finals. Oh, so goodness. you bring Scully, Cameron, and Deledio into that team. Pretty handy. We're looking at a fairly handy sign. Next yeah. week, Port v GWS at Adelaide Oval. That is yep. that is match of the round. Absolutely. And there was a nice little moment before Although the... Carlton play Hawthorne earlier in the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> there was a nice moment before the game. Oh, God. Uh, before the game. So last year there was a bit of, con- you know, when GWS had to come and play us in the prelim at the MCG and mm-hmm. there was all Richmond people and, you know, a little patch of Giants people and we booed them right out of the state and it was like, you know, mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. Um, they have learned to boo the GWS fans this year. And I've been very impressed by that. They've really gotten behind the boo. And also our um, cheer squads met up before the game to have a big photo together. And that's nice. Because now we have some nice little moments with GWS fans. And I feel like we've taken them under our wing. Taught them how to be... Feral. How to be feral. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Just be feral. Um, We've taught them some good little tricks. I'm happy about that. It was a really nice photo. So sweet and patronising to do that. Uh, <laughs> well, they won. wasn't patronising enough. Anyway. A, um, sons, the the Gold Coast Suns played Essendon. It's really hard to get excited about, about this day. game before, during and after. I, I can give you a bit of an insight. Now, I, was, I, was, I told you guys beforehand, I was going to do a positive spin on every, every team outside of the A's. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'll start with this one then. Okay. Uh, uh, I was, when I flew to Sydney on Friday... The bombers were all in the Virgin Lounge with me, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I have new respect for Woosher. 
Oh, was look that, at. Was they, they said, all right, uh, you know, your first and final call for the flight to the Gold Coast is boarding now. All of the players and most of the coaching staff dutifully got up, lined up for security and went there. Ten minutes later, I look up, Woosh is still eating his sandwich. Oh. He's, he's, no, he knows. He knows that plane ain't taken off. He knew exactly the time. He is not. Pl- he's he's blamed by his own rules. That's right. that is a good positive. Yeah, he's not going to line up at the door no. and wait when you're all, you're all going to get on anyway. He's his own man. Okay, he's wow. a man. That is a leader. Planes, right as there. If the, <laughs> imagine being a pilot that tried to leave without John Worsfold. Like you would have. You would not. You, you wouldn't dare. Not but I, I love a man that leads from behind. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That's a nice um, spot. Do you want to do the rest of your bottom Yeah, I'll, I'll do the rest teams. of the positives. Okay. I'm, ju- I'm just going to do the bottom, at, uh, all the teams out of the eight. I'll start from the bottom. Carlton, here's a positive spin. There are no more Friday night games. Okay. Your humiliation <laughs> right. will be a bit more private. Yeah, yep. that's good. Uh, Gold Coast. Um, hey, Gold Coast, you can have an end-of-season footy trip without leaving home. You're already there. <laughs> excellent. Isn't that nice? Uh, Brisbane, three wins in a row. Pretty easy. Yep. Uh, St Kilda, you are not as bad as Carlton. Dogs, <laughs> uh, Josh. Josh Shackey, uh, I think he's going to turn into the forward that we've been mm. dreaming of for, for years. Uh, Freo, hey, they can beat any side, provided that sc- side goes scoreless for a whole quarter <laughs> and doesn't score more than three goals in any given quarter. Uh, Essendon, yeah. Worswold is fearless, and the rest in the eight? Uh, no, you've got three to go. Adelaide, Hawthorne, and North Melbourne. Okay, well, that's all i got. Uh, <laughs> I do have a positive for, for Collingwood, though, yeah. uh, considering they're on a bad one. Uh, the, I but, mean, they're third. I know, and they only—they were very competitive for most of the game. Yeah, but then they, they dropped right off, and it's because Buckley shaved off his beard. Oh, oh, yeah. It actually is. We forgot to talk about the beard. Yeah, good news. Buckley can grow a beard between now and September. He better. <laughs> that beard was a definite one percenter. And you know how they said, you know how they've 15%. got a They've got a private. They've got a private thing about the beard. No one knows why he grew the beard. No one knows when he has to oh, shave the beard off. It's he'd... because of like inside fifty entries or yeah, something like that. However. Once something's gone past the gag, you know, point the little little joke, and you've won seven times in a row, just keep the beard. Hell yeah! Mm. Work for the, the Boston Red Sox in two thousand and twelve. Absolutely, the bet is no longer important. Keep the beard. Mm-hmm. So grow back the beard, Bucks, and everybody else. Drop your bets. Just tell him to grow back the beard. Yeah, definitely. And Bevo had a beard for a bit last year. He did. And I think it was early in the season when we were yet to be horrible. So <laughs> I think... bring back the beard. Yeah. Yeah. His hair and beard, though, it's a lot of hair. I don't know if that Bevo. works. Yeah. He cuts his own hair. Do you know that? Does he really? Does. Yeah. Oh, no, my you, gosh. You, you can kind of tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible wow. hair that Bevo's sporting there. Wow. Okay, that's hey. great information. There you Thank go. you. Um, it, the only thing I would tell people to go and watch from the Bombers Suns game is just Devin Smith's goal. Oh, yeah. Because it is incredible yep. and it's a potential goal of the year. And so that's the Agreed. one thing to catch up on <laughs> from that game. Don't worry about the rest. What about the uh, Bulldogs? Uh, Demons game. Yes, Danny. I did watch this. Uh, look, we played well for the first half, and yep. then in classic Bulldogs fashion, we uh, we dropped right off. Uh, it's just it. As I said, against Hawthorne, I started a beer, and we were two goal two points up, and I finished the beer. We were four goals down. I I reckon if I it was pretty much the same thing. We are on brand. You are. You've got a consistent style of yep. footy, and you're sticking to it. So good for you for yep. that. Uh, and that's our first game at the MCG for a, for a while. I think it might be our first loss at the MCG for for a while oh. because I, sh- I should have checked these stats. But uh, mm. look, we had a good win there a couple of years ago. And, you don't uh, play there very much, do you? Nah. Do you get excited mm. when you get to go? Uh, well, I didn't get to go this time. It's no, like a trip to Dreamworld. All right, all right. Hey, Dockland Stadium is a bloody good stadium, people. I honestly, that I'm is thinking about having to go yeah, to the sure. Docklands and next weekend. I'm confused. Arrogant MCG types. Look at hey, you. You just oh, home of football types. we look at your MCG and go, oh, I'd love to be there in the freezing cold and not being able to see the game properly. Very happy <laughs> in our warm central venue with a with a roof and some... And lots of seats around And it completes... <laughs> Oh, no, I do love section that. H. I do love that about the Bulldogs. I, I miss that so much from when the Richmond were down because you could go and get a seat anywhere and yep. there was heaps of room around you. I and now you can't like, get a seat. It's, it's like gold-class cinemas. Yeah. Just stretch out as much as you want. <laughs> and watch us lose in peace and quiet. Yeah, it's awesome. and it's brilliant. I can just yell out, Downhouse, over there! He turns around. Thanks, Danny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, exciting uh, Marcus Bontempelli news last week. With the appendix out. Had his appendix <laughs> removed. And now that his appendix is a free agent, it looks like... <laughs> 
It looks like going to the Gold Coast Suns. So I look forward to seeing Marcus Bonzapelli's appendix. In a swap for Tom Lynch. A, that would be that's awesome. Fair. That's that would fair. be great. Hey, it, it could be the sweetener on a deal. It could well, be. We'll the... throw in the Bonds appendix. Did you see the photo of Tom Lynch with Neil Baum at oh, the yeah. airport? Yes. Uh, him. What? I, yeah, I thought it looked like a train station, but uh, yeah, sorry, you would know airport. I, don't, I think it was the airport. And I'm was confused just... and delighted and I don't know what's happening. So it was just badly timed? I think that... it was badly timed. I think that well, we all happened to be coming here at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I just happened to fall on Tom Lynch at the airport. But, yeah, I don't You don't know. want Neil Baum falling on you. <laughs> you definitely don't want Neil Baum falling on you. Hey, Danny, at Melbourne, are Melbourne any good? Uh, they're not bad. They've got, some, they've got some good players. But, yeah, not, look, they, them beating us, sadly, at the moment is not uh, convincing uh, too much. Uh, I can't get a gauge on Melbourne. Can we just talk about how last week? Remember when I got fact-checked by a swamp on air and it was correct, right? I said I had a vibe that Melbourne can't win when anybody's watching. And uh, then yes. he said, well, the win's 40,000 people or less. Yes. They win 40,000 people yeah. more. They lose. There was 40,000 less. There was 30,000 people at the MCG. Oh, and they won. So they won. So they won because no one was Good watching. Stat. Yes. So we still have to hold out until they play in front of more than 40,000 people to see if they can win. Also on Melbourne, do we think that Max Gorn is actually going to win the Brownlow? Oh, no. <laughs> Brownlow's going to, to, to Lemos, Tommy Mitchell. Yeah. Tom Mitchell. Yeah. The guy who gets 58,000 possessions uh, a, a quarter. Yeah. Well, let's get on to that game. Oh, he, uh, what did he have, 40-something on the weekend? He was absolutely uh, excellent, unfortunately. 43, and so 43 was touches. Didn't O'Meara kick four goals? Uh, O'Meara was great. They were fantastic. And Liam Shields was superb as well. But we oh, had yeah, just yoy. one too many. Uh, and James Sicily was pretty good too. But we just had one too many passengers. On that, the weekend, can I just say? No, Limo, don't don't be blaming this on the players. We, Tess, and I know exactly why you lost this game. because oh, yep, so my a... son was there. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> how many so... loss, How many losses is he on? Six. Six. <laughs> I've taken him to the footy six times. I took him down. I mean, I take him to Launceston. <laughs> oh, by the way, I've, I've got our, a... our fortress. You only ever win there. You don't even. You don't lose there <laughs> to play Brisbane, and we lose. So, so. If it, I've set up a GoFundMe if everyone wants to keep <laughs> buying Laddie Lehman a life membership for the Hawks. Every game, access to every game yes. around the country. If you pay for babysitting to take him to every Hawthorne game, <laughs> there's a wooden spoon coming down the pike, wow. I'll tell you. Yeah, that's truly disappointing. Can I just say, as a neutral, it was... A neutral with a little bit of, I have a great affection for Brisbane, oh, as yeah, we've talked does. about yeah. a lot. And so that was amazing. That was one of the best wins to ever watch a young team have. And Cam Rayner is just a superstar, yeah. and that's delightful. Number one draft pick actually coming good. It Who is. Knew? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like wouldn't have happened at Carlton. I know. Uh, <laughs> they, um, it's like that young side just all of a sudden went, oh, hang on a sec. I reckon we're not bad. Yeah. yeah. I reckon we can win. And I then started yeah. playing accordingly. I think we've talked about how there's certain clubs that have a culture of winning and a certain clubs that have a culture of losing. Mm. And if at three-quarter time you're still in it but you're not that, you know, you're not winning by a lot, a lot of dud teams will think, oh, we can't mm. win. Oh, yeah. here we go. We'll lose this. And the good teams think we'll win. Well, Hawthorne actually, some... usually would think they'd mm. win. Hawthorne, surely, at three-quarter time. You would, Tess, you can would I, have thought. Can yeah. I correct you there? There are some very good teams who still think they're going to lose, and I am pointing right at you. <laughs> yeah, me crying yeah. at three-quarter time when we're four goals up. You're only oh. up by ten goals. <laughs> it's a disaster. Oh, no. Dan Rioli's only kicked three goals. It's a disaster. Can we yeah. talk about the jumper clash on in Yeah, Danny that was a hot mess. You were both yeah. wearing sort of clash Away strips. jumpers. Away jumpers that looked like the other team's jumper. Yeah, like, it was weird. Brisbane was looked confusing. like Hawthorne, and you looked a bit like Brisbane. Yeah. In fact, at one point there, my wife thought Brisbane, in fact, not at one point, for quite a while, <laughs> my wife thought Brisbane was Hawthorne. Wow. She couldn't, well, she so couldn't she, work out why I was so annoyed. They were playing like Hawthorne. They, it was confusing. Um, and did it without Hodge, which is exciting. But since Hodge has been at Brisbane, he certainly has the, the wood. That's yeah. I sent Luke Hodge a text after the game. <laughs> and I said, I said, wow, that's the best I've seen Brisbane play all year. I'm oh. not sure what was different about today. Oh, Lemo. <laughs> Burn. And, and he just wrote back and said, suck it up, mate. Oh, <laughs> yes. God, I love Hodgie. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, that was delightful. How was watching footy in Launceston, by the way? I love it. I mean, I, I didn't, never, en I didn't enjoy that game, there. but I love it down there. It's really, it's got a good old school feel about mm. it. You know how we tried to design our own heritage round? Yeah. Where you go back and play at the suburban grounds. Oh, proper retro round. Proper, proper, retro round. proper retro round. That's a genuine suburban style ground. Yeah. And it's really fun. I love it.
I could can't recommend it highly enough to people. Get God, down to Tassie exciting. if you get a chance. Yeah. And now we interviewed Mick Frawley. Oh, yeah, we did. On Grandstand. Good uh, what a ripping bloke, the father of James Frawley, because okay. James is playing his 200th. And Mick, a, a country football legend. Bungaree, East Ballarat legend in the East Ballarat, uh, in the Ballarat Football Hall of Fame. Oh. And, and mm-hmm. I spoke to Spud Frawley yesterday, his brother, <laughs> Danny, and Danny Frawley swears to me black and blue that Mick was a much better footballer than Spud ever was. Mm. And he reckons he was due to play for St Kilda. He was actually named back in 1983 or something. And the day before just rang and said, no, I'm going to stay in the country. So just Ooh. never went down and played for St Kilda. Anyway, we interviewed Mick. Yep. My question for you, Danny McGinley. Yeah. <laughs> Mick Frawley sounds like someone. And I'm pointing to you because you're a comedian and there's a comedy link here. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, once I decided that he sounded like this person, I could never get it out of my head. In fact, I saw him at the airport after the game and I was staring at him going, oh, my God, you are this person. Okay. So this is like when you're watching The Simpsons and there's a special guest and you spend the time going, oh, which celebrity voice is that? Yeah. Who is this? Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. Okay. Right, let's so do this. Okay. This is Mick Frawley, but he sounds like... Someone else. I'll give, you, I'll give you a clue. A very, very famous comedian. <laughs> All right. There was Danny Spud, James Chip, but I don't grow potatoes anymore. We've been growing potatoes for three generations and I've dropped it four years ago. So we run a, a lot of lambs and that. So you might have to call James Leg Off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, okay. LOL. Is oh, yeah, LOL. LOL. Okay, anything? Oh, okay, just because you said famous comedian, I was fully expecting you to be like, oh, it's great to have my kid yeah. playing for I was expecting Dave Hughes. Um, Rod Quantock? <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you who it is, okay. and then we'll play that okay. again, yep. and you won't be able to get it out of your head. All right. He sounds like Saturday Night Live alumni Norm MacDonald. Now, listen again. There was Danny Spud. James Chip, but I don't grow potatoes anymore. We've been growing potatoes for three generations and I've dropped it four years ago. So we run a, a lot of lambs and that's so you might have to call James Leg Off. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, okay. LOL. Is oh, yeah, LOL. It's the mannerisms. It's, it's not the voice so much, but, but it's, it's the, the mannerisms. It's kind of the tone or the, the way that yeah. sort of dr- that same drawly voice is exactly the same as Norm MacDonald's style of speaking. Yeah, yeah. and if you don't know Norm MacDonald, <laughs> I just recommend going on YouTube and look up Norm MacDonald, the moth story he told on Letterman. One of the most oh. frustrating jokes you'll ever hear, told to perfection. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Sorry, I could not get the idea of you saying drawly-frawly out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> drawly-frawly. I was deep in a moment. Um, does Norm MacDonald do much leg of lamb material? in? Look, in I, I, he would endorse a bit of leg of lamb gear. <laughs> Uh, there's yeah, no that doubt was about exciting. that. Good for James. I just wanted to shout out to him because to get to 200 games and start at Melbourne in the bad times, you know, in the bad place, and then move on to get to win a premiership is very exciting. And they're a very strong footy family, yeah. great Ballarat stock. Mm-hmm. So good on James. And I know that there is a famous photo of you, Tess Armstrong, yeah, mixed, with a young yeah. James Frawley standing on the bar at Bungaree Footy Club. At Bungaree Footy Club, surrounded by Foster's cans. <laughs> oh. And I think we're probably two. We're probably two or three. Um, two and a half. I'll go with Mick. Has got Mick's finding it for me to text me because we, our family, we both had a copy, but my dad could only find the one, uh, you know, conveniently with him and I in it uh, at the ah. Bungaree Football Club. Two dollars a can. Great prices. Yeah, great prices in 1990, I think it probably was. Great times. They were the the glory days. It reminds me of that episode episode of Cheers where uh, the – who was the barmaid? There were two. Shelley Long and who was the other one? uh, Rebecca – well, Rebecca Howe was the character name. It was played by um, uh, – she she has problems with her weight. Uh, She was – oh, Kirstie Alley. (laughs) Kirstie Alley. She was trying to get Norm. (laughs) She did that reality show about her losing weight. But I know the character name. She was trying to get Norm – they were celebrating the 150-year anniversary. And he was trying to, she was trying to get Norm into the mood. She says, come on, Norm. Everything's like it was 150 years ago. And he goes, all right, then. Here's 20 cents. Get me 10 beers. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the good old days. Ah, great times. Um, Cheers is such an underrated show. It's a great In this show. country. Yes. One of the strongest sitcoms ever made. Is it, mm. is it underrated, do you think? Yeah, I, I rewatched it. <laughs> is and, it underrated? Mate, in this country, it is. Okay, fair uh, enough. Hey, while we're on Hawthorne, just very quickly, uh, Brian Lake. Have we got Brian Lake's theme music there, Tess? I oh, know. We should have it somewhere. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this Prisoner? Yes. 
Um, poor Brian. Who, who would have thought that a footy trip that starts in Indonesia and ends in Japan could lead to a bit of trouble? <laughs> yeah. Although, if you're going to choose which prison to go in, I'd always go Japan. Japan, very tidy, very polite, yeah. from what we understand. <laughs> I hate to tap into cultural stereotypes, but they feel like some positive ones. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, so he'd done Survivor. He was working on a footy show that I was working on called The Beep Test. Great show. He left that to do Survivor in okay. Fiji. Well, you know, now, to go to Fiji. he may well get a guest spot on Banged Up Abroad. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. But he's, I believe he's single now. He put an Instagram post up to say that him and his partner have separated. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So could now, it... Did he meet them in prison? Or is this a, <laughs> is this a, a different... <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not sure of the details. <laughs> Uh, but could Brian Lake be our next Bachelor? Oh, he, my God. He loves a TV appearance. Uh, I'm just saying. Blakey, yes. Uh, uh, that, well, that's, a, that's a bad run, isn't it? He's, he's had a bad run. He's had a rough old time. But, I mean, not uh, as bad as the Bulldogs. Do you, do you what I really love, though, is uh, when Brian Lake uh, like retired, it was uh, Bulldogs and Hawthorne champion Brian Lake. When he got locked up, it was ex-Hawthorne player <laughs> Brian Lake locked up. I'm like, yeah, he's like Russell Crowe. <laughs> really our Aussie Brian. Yeah. yeah our, he's born in New Zealand. Really? I think he's born in New Zealand. If he throws a phone, he's a Kiwi. <laughs> Uh, but Brian, he's back and he's safe now. He's all okay. good. He's well, all good. Hey, uh, yeah, let's oh. go to something much uglier than Brian Lake's six-day stint in a Japanese prison. Friday night footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gee, Carlton. Gee Carlton are getting worse. How is that possible? They are getting worse. They're getting tired. Do you know, I remember fun memories of the first round of this year. Yeah. Their first half against the Tigers. At the G was amazing. Yes, they were it was. excellent. They yeah. were so exciting. They were up yeah. and about. <laughs> As you can imagine, oh, I no. was very nervous. Yeah. You would have you would have been I, calling <laughs> Lifeline. <laughs> I thought, oh no, we're doing a Bulldogs. This is so depressing. Hey, that's not a phrase. <laughs> we're doing a Bulldogs. That's not a phrase. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. and it's been all downhill from there. But the one win that they have got from this season was against the Bombers, and yep. I appreciate how delightful that is. Like, that's a good that's yeah. a good time yeah. when mm. that's happened. But, wow. They, they wore – also, they, they was this a, has this been their clash strip all year, or is that oh, faded grey? Was it? Does anyone know the reason? They've worn it before. I think they just washed their whites with something else. <laughs> yeah, it was really <laughs> symbolic <laughs> of just where yeah. the club's at. <laughs> uh, it's true. I thought the first time they wore it that they had, you know, just – done the dud wash, but they've won it twice now. Twice, yeah. is, twice is deliberate. Yeah. I liked it because it was symbolic, and I've thought, what could other teams wear that would be symbolic <laughs> oh, yeah. of, of where cool. they're at? Okay. I think your Tigers okay. should just play wearing tracky dacks because they're only good at home. Oh, you don't want to oh, leave the house with that. Oh, my goodness gracious me. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, we'll Essendon should be wearing tube tops because they have not been <laughs> decent since 2001. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to my wife for writing yeah, that joke yeah, for yeah. me. Nice. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Gold Coast uh, should be playing in six-inch stilettos because they look good, but you can't do anything with them. <laughs> uh, Bulldogs should be playing in jumpsuits because we all got on the jumpsuit bandwagon and now regretting how we realise how impractical they are. My wife wrote that as well. I think the Bulldogs are more like Pokemon Go. We were good for a month in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. Do you know what no, I was right. thinking about that last night? And I was thinking, what else would be symbolic of Richmond? And then I was like, oh, it'd be funny, you know, comedian over here. It's like, it would be so funny if we all wore the number nine. And then I was like, oh, our captain wears number nine. And he wore number nine while we were ninthman. And then we've come ah, good. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of mm. symbolic anyway. And you won it. Uh, doesn't your captain normally wear 17 because of Captain Blood? And then you wore, won it in 17? Oh. Yeah, no. Uh. <laughs> Whatever, Danny. Whatever. Hey, um, I've got a, uh, I've got a soccer reference here for you. Let's do it. Okay. Well, uh, they're not going to sack Brendan Bolton because they've all said we're sticking the course. Yeah. We know what and, he's got planned. And no one here. else wants the job. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How brutal is the Premier League? And Antonio Conte, the Chelsea oh, manager. Well, Chelsea's the brutal th- one. Three year, three year contract. Two years in, he's won a Premier League. Yep. He's won an FA Cup, yep. and they sack him. Yep, oh, that I mean, is Chelsea. What's a man meant to do? Yeah, they sacked the <laughs> guy. They won the Champions <laughs> League, and the guy got sacked six months later. Robert I mean, Di Matteo. That what 
is going on at that joint? That club, yeah, it makes like the the yeah the owner Roman Abramovich, uh, Roman Abramovich, uh, he's proper dictator there. It's uh, yeah, he's you, got a touch of the Putins going on there. Very much so. <laughs> they are, they are close friends. It's yeah. Uh, it's yeah. He he. The, the, they, they actually are close friends, aren't they? They are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's an oligarch. Yeah. It's um the, the amount of like he has sacked. <laughs> he's an oligarch. <laughs> like it's a family. Is Brian oligarch? Is Susan oligarch? Vladimir All the oligarchs are here. Jeff and Tracy oligarch. Good, good people. Good people. <laughs> it sounds like a Ben Stiller film, doesn't it? <laughs> Meet the oligarchs. <laughs> uh, so uh, that is brutal. Um, hey, yo, sorry, Tess. Yeah, yes. no, I just wanted to shout out to Patrick Cripps, who, oh, in yeah. con- oh, dude. as Swamp often t- uh, tweets, he is of his the best young player. He is in his first, you know, mm-hmm. few years. Yeah. Absolutely on track to be one of the greats of football. But he is going to be destroyed by that club <laughs> unless they kick themselves into gear and mm-hmm. sort it out. So David Parkin was on, you know, commentary on Friday night and they were mentioning how at three quarter time, you know, things were pretty grim. They were about to get grimmer. But they were pretty bad at that stage. And Patrick Cripps was the one revving up the whole team, yelling, you know, getting everybody pumped up for the last quarter. A Alongside Kate Simpson, Mark Murphy, nowhere to be found. Mm. At the end of the game, to lead the team off, Patrick Cripps, shoulders back, proud, you know, everybody, let's go down together, leading the team off, Mark Murphy as well in the middle. And David Parkin said, you know, Mark Murphy's a lovely person, he's great, he's an amazing footballer, but he was never meant to be the captain for this amount of time. When he became the captain, it was because they didn't really have anyone else. Not He said it in a much more polite way than that. Um, but also <laughs> that Patrick Cripps is taking so much... On his shoulders, that he said in quote, "We'll kill him." <laughs> I don't think it's a threat. Um, I, don't, I don't think. It's I don't a think threat. he meant it literally. What, what <laughs> cause of death, Carlton? <laughs> Many of their fans could attest, but um, yeah. Yeah, who would have thought just... Bound by Blue was actually a hostage situation? <laughs> yeah, he's taking a lot on there, Chris. But he's the he's the spiritual leader. He's a spiritual leader, right and now. the Saints have won a few, you know, against the Gold Coast and. Carlton, so you know, and Saints. a bye, People and they lost against Saints, Port. The top four, I know, but hey, they uh, were really good. And now we have to play them on Friday night, and I have horrible memories. I do, oh, Denny. God. Six Jacks, horrible memory. Six Jacks, Jack Billings, Jack Stephen, Jack Loney, Jack Nunes, Jack Steele, and Jack Sinclair. Wow, all kicked a goal, didn't they? And they all kicked a goal, which is the most, uh, <laughs> it's the highest number of people with the same name kicking a goal in the same. Game. Oh, is that that's a confirmed stat? Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow. From the man himself. Uh, that's from Swamp. Do you know yeah. the funniest bit about that, that David Armitage on the grandstand on Saturday couldn't remember how many Jacks had played with him the night before? Like, there was too many. And so we asked him and he was like, oh, four? Oh, no, nah, it's five. I'm like, no, it's six. Sorry. It's six. Wow. Yeah. And he said, and he said, no, nah, it's five. And I said, no, it's six. He goes, who are they? And I said, I haven't written down their last names. So I had to hit him up on Twitter to confirm the names of them all oh, on Twitter. It's so funny. Um, anyway, yeah, so now I have horrible memories from last year. The only time my sister, who's a saint, my whole family is St Kilda, the only time she came to the football all last year, I said, oh, I'll take you along, you know, patronising tests, because we were, we were flying along, rocketing along mm. to what we now know was the premiership. Go along to the Docklands, who I, where I hate going, by the way. Never have Great to go there. Stadium. Never have to lower myself to enter the building. So I decided to go along <laughs> with my sister, sat next to her, thought this will be cute, you know, you'll have a bit of a go. It was the Maddie, you know, Rewalt game, and we got absolutely flogged by St Kilda mm. at the Docklands, and that was super depressing. And my sister was so happy that I kind of felt okay about it. She's like, going to the footy's amazing, you know. Like, <laughs> and the St Kilda fans, they need that. So, you know, let's see what Friday night holds. Uh, and the final game, uh, the Crows. Uh, oh, thank, thank God, back it's in the 1995. End. <laughs> it is the end of these Thursday night games, which oh. is just—it's mm. too. Uh, it's it, too much. it means there's one less game on Saturday and Sunday, and yeah, it's also meant the front bars on it uh, on a different night, and yep. it's just—it's been messing with my messing and with my schedule. I was awake watching England, right? So I got up, watch England, really tired. Then I had to stay awake to watch the footy. I've been exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway, back to normal from this week. Uh, yep. But you know, good on the Crows. They could have a Late run here, I tell you. Yeah. Mathematical possibility. They, uh... Rory Sloan re-signing is just a, such a huge galvaniser. I think that's going to be like when Dusty re-signed last year. Yes. That's really going to bring the team together. That was really nice, you know, to watch him.
Tim get his goal and the, mm. had the volume at Adelaide Oval was out of out of this world, which was good. Yeah. And they did boo Patrick Dangerfield. We talked last week about how the booing um, ex- explanation should come up on the screen. Yeah, that's and right. And that's former player. Yeah, yeah, Comes yeah. back to play you at home. How long, yeah. do you, how long do you do that for? How many, how many games? How many years? He's many, been away for a while. I think you've got to keep doing it. I think because he he's like, such a big name player. I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what they should do? It's you just got to check with Patty. You go, hey, Dangerfield, are you upset by this or do you realise the pantomime behind it? And yeah. he goes, yeah, it's part of the pantomime. <laughs> go nuts. I think he plays quite well. He plays really well when he goes back to Adelaide Oval and they yeah. boo him. So they should probably stop booing him. But anyway, they won and good for them and they can still come along. Now to finish off, guys, I've got a negative spin for you. On each oh, other. yeah, brilliant. Oh, goodness. I haven't really thought this through, but it shouldn't be that hard, should it? <laughs> That's all right. I only did half the teams. So. All right. Here we go. Uh, Geelong. Oh, look, they're nowhere near as good as everyone thinks they are. Seriously. Yeah. They've lost all <laughs> important games this year. They lose them. Remember that one down at Geelong, their home ground against Sydney where they were leading by heaps at three-quarter time? Mm. Yeah. And Sydney just ran over top mm. of them. That's how susceptible uh, Geelong are. GWS, <laughs> they will struggle at the MCG. Hopeless at the MCG. Mm. No mm. chance come September. Yep. Melbourne, who even knows what Melbourne are? You know, Melbourne to me are the equivalent of England in soccer. Okay. Like everyone, they get mildly close and everyone goes, we've won, celebrate like they've won. It's like coming home. People start home. getting, yeah, it's coming. It's coming home. Yeah. People start getting tattoos, getting ahead of themselves. Well, that's <laughs> what they are. Port Adelaide, too many injury problems to make it happen. Sydney, you need to rebuild. So get down the ladder quick smart because you are not good enough to win it. Collingwood, absolute pretenders. That's, I feel like someone's scratched their name into my app. It, they don't belong at third. They're not that good. Beaten by the West Coast <laughs> Eagles easily. West Coast Eagles, you beat Collingwood at the MCG, sure, but can you play it in September? I doubt it very much. And Richmond, I think Richmond have had a good year, but they're about to restore faith in the football community by disappointing their fans <laughs> oh, this year. That would be brilliant. Once again. <laughs> once again. We did- uh, that was pretty negative. So, yeah, I just nailed it. It's, it's <laughs> hard, but I, yeah. You don't have to say much for, for Tess to go on to the, the negative Nelly. Uh, you, go, you don't even have to say words. You could just <laughs> here, watch this, Lima. This is my negative spin on Richmond. Okay. Hey, Tess, okay. Richmond. Mm. I know, and then I'm like, I'm like, oh, Bolton had his one go to get a gig yeah. in the senior side. He's never going to make it work. <laughs> Callum Moore, oh, Corey Ellis. I think they're going to kick out of the, the league. Yeah. I think they might as well. Tear down Pump Road Dusty. Oval. Dusty's still just a bit mm. meh. Yeah. Don't you reckon? He's going to play for the All Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> One follow-up from Swamp last week. We had a discussion, a heated discussion, about yep. who had the best milestone game. Oh, yeah. no. This Danny is... oh, did yeah. argue that Jason Johannesson had a good <laughs> milestone game. <laughs> that was sarcasm. Okay. I'm in our kidding. In our group texts, uh, Tess is about to reveal who had the greatest milestone game of all time. And I said, oh, I don't know, JJ, uh, yeah. on Saturday, was captain, kicked a good goal in a 50-point loss, and that was his 100th game. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. But you had argued valiantly for um, Brad Johnson That's right. to be 300th. given a nod. Um, but turns out Luke Hodge, he's 250th, he captained the Premiership and won the Norm Smith Medal. Listen, that is officially Lima, you can't not smoke bad. <laughs> you can't, don't pull out a cigarette yeah. now. <laughs> oh, look at that smile Text on my him. face. He'll say, suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, suck it up. Um, yeah, so that probably takes the cake, right? I think it's hard think to it imagine a better milestone game than winning a Norm Smith medal and a premiership. Now, hopefully we're all here after a win next week. None of us play one another. We don't have any kind of argy-bargy. Mm-hmm. We're, we're playing Carlton. Yeah, so you're you're all good. We play St Kilda. You're, you're all good, <laughs> we, Danny. We play West Coast. And, and oh, we right. should. Well, hey, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, back to our <laughs> normal proceedings. All right, good on you guys. Thank you, Tess Armstrong. Thanks, guys. Go Tigers. Thank you, Danny McGinley. Go Dogs. My name's Lemo. Go Hawkers.